Good morning, this is Darrell Gunter, your host for Leadership on WSOU 89.5 FM and streaming on the net at WSOU.net. Well, I'm so pleased to have an Seton Hall alumni and one of my fraternity brothers, Mr. Jerry L. King, who is the author of the Credit Crisis Survival Kit and CEO of Superstar Financial LLC in our studio today to talk about your financial credit, but also to talk about leadership. Jerry, welcome to the program. Thank you so much for having me, Daryl. It's, it's, it's been a long time coming. I'm so glad mm-hmm. to be here. You know, um, it's, been, it's been a few years since we've really connected, but it will be very helpful for you to share with our audience and myself, you know, the highlights of your education, your career, and your experience. Okay, uh, well, I, um, I'm a graduate of Pleasantville High School, uh, and when I left Pleasantville, I matriculated at Seton Hall University. As, as you know, we were there during the same time. And I studied uh, business and communications. I was probably about three or four credits away from having a double major because I had so many business courses at a few more credits. I could have had a, a major in business, but it, I ended up getting my bachelor's in communications with minor concentration in business management. Uh, Seton Hall, as you know, is a very rigorous academically, and getting a C at Seton Hall is kind of like getting a B plus or an A at some of the other <laughs> universities. So when I left there, I actually traveled down to Maryland. I, I ended up going into um, getting into a lot of real estate, mortgage things. I, I did a lot of trainings with real estate and mortgage, but then I also went into um, what's called OCS, the Officer Candidate School for the United States Marine Corps, which is a leadership, a very rigorous leadership school. It's probably people that graduate from there graduate. It's like you're in the 1-100th percentile. So between Seton Hall, the United States Marine Corps, and uh, a lot of trainings along the way in different business, uh, different large companies I was involved with, it gave me a real, real solid grasp on finances and credit and one of my first jobs actually out of college was uh, working at 55 Water Street Chemical Bank which is kind of like my introduction to business uh, it's been said that if you can make it in New York you can make it anywhere so that was a that was a, it was a good start for me because it wasn't easy but it, it prepped me for you know what I was about to face in later years well that is great and also I understand that you did go into the service, the military service. Yes, uh, I was uh, I was a lieutenant in the Marine Corps. Uh, I, it was something I didn't plan, but I had actually always wanted to be a Marine, and I, I tried to sign myself in and out of high school and, and got caught. I almost got skinned alive by my parents. <laughs> but um, I found that going in after college was much better. It was a much better decision because... Uh, eating at the officers club was much better than eating at the mess hall <laughs> and, and uh, it, it was also something that it, you know the Mar- officer candidate school United States Marine Corps was like a it was like a finishing school it was it was really you know you learn military strategy of course you learn weapons you learn self-defense you learn to fight all the things that Marines do you know no matter what you are a Marine in essence is is a rifleman you know when when you're a cook and the shooting starts you drop the pots and pans you're a rifleman if you're a pilot you get shot down you're a rifleman 
but over and above uh, all of the military training per se, the leadership training is what really, really, really aided me because uh, I was I was kind of a quiet, shy, you know, kind of kind of kind of guy, you know, in the essence of who I was, you know, I, I'd rather lay low in the background than to take the lead. The Marine Corps groomed me to take the lead and be comfortable with taking the lead. And it was it was really, really a blessing because so many things I learned from the Marine Corps about military strategy apply in life and they definitely apply in business. That is awesome, Jerry. That is awesome. You and I uh, had a similar thought when we were in high school because I was headed to the Marine Corps. Um, but I was accepted to Seton Hall, so I decided to go to Seton Hall. But um, I've always had that that, yin to, uh, that yearning to, to be in the Corps. So, so God bless you. Thank you for your service. So let's talk about what is the essence of Superstar Financial LLC? What is the essence of your business? Well, uh, there, there are several different facets. Uh, I, think, I think in order to answer that question, Daryl, you know, we have to... Uh, go back to how it all started. Uh, while at Seton Hall, uh, it was a very unfortunate event that took place. You know, my dad had a heart attack. Uh, he had two heart attacks, and, and the second one, you know, after the second one, he he passed away at the age of 50. And it was it was sudden because my dad had never been sick. I, I don't think he ever had a cavity in his mouth strong as a bull and then he was gone I was a 19 year old sophomore and uh, being a junior uh, Jerry O'King Jr. is my is my formal name uh, the credit bureaus illegally merged our credit files and then they came after me for all my dad's debt my dad had a had a business and he had been sick off and on for two years so things got behind in the business and when he passed away, as I said, they merged our credit files and came after me as if I had robbed the Federal Reserve. Now, as a result, uh, I began to go into intense study in all the things I was dealing with handling my, fa my, my father's estate. I studied real estate contracts. I, I went in intense study of, of law and the Fair Credit Reporting Act, the Fair Debt Collection Practices Act. And I, I, I remember reading something that uh, it, it basically said if you want to hide something from a black man you put it in a book and I decided they weren't going to hide it from me so I hit the law library bookstores used bookstores started reading Black's Law reading about contracts and wills and estate law and all these types of things while I was studying my schoolwork during the day I was studying law at night at Seton Hall and as a result I became knowledgeable in these areas began to use the law to battle clearing my name, I found out that what the credit bureaus were doing to me was actually in violation of the credit law. So I learned how to how to write a writ. I learned how to draft an affidavit. I learned how to draft lawsuits. I actually filed a lawsuit against Equifax. I, I think um, I don't know. I was maybe 21 or 22, and I went to court and represented myself and totally obliterated the the Equifax attorney because. He was trying lawyer tricks, but he didn't know the essence of the law. And and I was like, and, and the judge was very fascinated how this pro se litigant knew so much about law. Kept asking, are you an attorney, son? I said, no, I just like to read, Your Honor. And it's a key thing that I want to share with your 
with your uh, listeners, Daryl, uh, even even when you have a legal professional, professional, or you have an accounting professional, or you have someone who is a professional and they specify in a certain area, you 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 would do well to study up on some of these things yourself so that you know the basics on how to guide and direct that person to handle your personal affairs because it's been said nobody will be more concerned about your money than you nobody will fight harder for your credit than you you can hire professionals but you should have a, a good solid understanding of the basic mechanics of, of some of these and it's not difficult you know I, I think sometimes today Daryl people's priorities are are, are are really twisted so in, in, in any way to to get to the essence of answering your question that was how my business started I started by learning how to repair my own credit then uh, it, it word got out and people started asking me to help them and I started a business Crown Financial down in Maryland uh, where I was doing uh, a lot of things that 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 uh, notaries do and that attorneys do on a, on a lower level in terms of helping people with legal paperwork and helping people to clear their credit, helping people to stop foreclosures, things of this nature, using using no smoke and mirrors, just using the law. So the essence of my business is helping people to rebuild their financial lives, whether it be, you know, you suffered a foreclosure or, or, you, or you went through a bankruptcy a couple years ago, or, you know, like many people, you know, when, when you know, our financial markets all crashed in 07, 08, a lot of people, you know, really, really took a beating and, and their credit bureaus are, as a result, are damaged. You know, I, I help people upgrade their credit ratings and their FICO scores and help people to develop a new strategy. So, see, sometimes the other thing that's happening is people are using old strategies and they won't work in this new paradigm. It, 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 you know, they said the end of the world was supposed to happen in 2000. Right. And everybody was looking, looking at the clocks, thinking all the computers are going to reset and this and that and the other. But what they didn't tell you was that the end of the financial world was happening a couple years later, which which happened in 2005. So you have people that are still operating from, you know, strategies that they used in 2005 or in the late 90s even. And they absolutely won't work today but there, there are people that are still using them wondering why they're frustrated and why they can't move forward so I, I try to get people to upgrade their thinking and upgrade their strategies and back away from what they're doing and maybe attack it from a different uh, uh, strategic direction uh, whether it be with finance credit and even money management as well as real estate because as you know I'm a licensed a real estate agent as well you know strategizing on people you know instead of buying that second car that expensive exotic car how about you buy a piece of income producing rental property you know instead of spending forty thousand on that new car you know how about getting something that you spend forty thousand and it pays you you know some spare income it pays you six or eight hundred dollars you know an, an extra ten or fifteen thousand dollars a year so these are the you know that's the essence of my business whether it be with credit with real estate with recovering from bankruptcy it's basically helping people to rebuild from the ground up a lot of times when people take a hit it's a psychological and emotional thing and people can go through a depression and not even know it so not only am i educating people i'm motivating and inspiring them to get up because i know what it is what it is to be knocked down and feel like you don't even want to get up
Ladies and gentlemen, we are here with Mr. Jerry L. King. He's the author of the Credit Crisis Survival Kit, and he's the CEO of Superstar Financial LLC and a proud alumni of Seton Hall and also one of my fellow fraternity brothers of Omega Sci-Fi. So, Jerry, if you can, tell us about your book, The Credit Crisis Survival Kit. What will the reader get from your book? Why is this book important? Well, the Credit Crisis Survival Kit and, and, and the soon-to-be-coming Credit Crisis Survival Kit 2.0, which will be out in about 60 days, um, basically, it, 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 it kind of, I guess, within the body of the title, I say, uh, it's the Credit Crisis Survival Kit uh, teaching you how to restore your credit and rebuild your life. And it takes, it takes a reader from the ground up and gives you basic strategies on... Well, first of all, it educates you about how the credit bureaus operate. They don't always operate in an ethical fashion. And the Holy Bible says that, you know, my people suffer for lack of knowledge. And as a result of consumer ignorance, a lot of times consumers get taken advantage of and they don't even realize these major corporations that they're dealing with. In the process of collecting a debt or doing whatever it is that they're doing, they often are violating laws. Now, if you have this knowledge, it, it will put you in a strong position to, to battle and fight against these, these major corporations and these large companies and win. So as a result of that, you know, what I did was I put a lot of the information that I've used to assist people with upgrading their credit and rebuilding their financial lives. I, I, I put building blocks of, of a lot of these strategies in the book within the body of the book there's actual form letters and a lot of people argue credit you know they say well I don't really need credit repair I can do it myself and this that and the other I can write letters but the difference is this what I've done is I have put the actual case law and statutes within the body of the letters there may be something specifically that deals with a collection that I may have a document an affidavit within you know my book that may deal with you know a particular foreclosure I have an old an entire chapter on identity theft identity theft now has become the number one consumer complaint billions and billions of dollars that consumers have lost because their identities have been stolen I have the whole entire identity theft affidavit like a seven page uh, document and, and my book is on eight and a half by eleven format so you could actually photocopy it and send it to the FBI in order to to put the criminals on the run and so it, it's basically uh, like a uh, like a credit repair DIY book and many people that have used it have raised their score 60 80 100 points one lady in California she raised her score 120 points using nothing but the strategies in this book I have another story about a single mother who was on welfare living in the projects in Atlantic City and I know you know where these projects are, Daryl, because you, that's where you're from. And she got my book, and I, I never met her. She bought my book online or something, and I never met her. I had the opportunity to meet her a couple years later at a mutual friend's uh, house for, I think it was a holiday party or something. And the lady told me, I, 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 honest to God, I, I stood there with tears in my eyes listening to her story. And she said, I'm a single mother, five kids. And my kids were living in horrible situations, dodging bullets every day, coming, you know, just to come go to school and get home. And she said, getting this book, she started 
basically tearing the pages out and photocopying letters, sending letters to the credit bureau and doing all the things that I outlined in the book. She rebuilt her credit, got in a first time home buyers program, bought a house in Egg Harbor Township and uh, she started a, a, a child care business out of the house and has never looked back. And she said, Mr. King, your book changed my life because my children have their own bedrooms now. We have a nice safe home. My children don't have to dodge bullets now to, to get to school and get home from school. And she said, I can't even put into words what this book has done. She says, I don't care what anybody tells me. She said, you're the man. <laughs> and, it's, and it's a good feeling to know that you've impacted someone's life like that. Uh, that they took your book without your instructions, without ever having met you, and rebuilt their whole financial life. And that's what the power of this book is. Uh, the Bible even says that life and death is in the power of the tongue. And it, it, it's not just in the power of the tongue, but it's in the knowledge of knowing how to apply different things, the word in print. Because the word in print, an affidavit or a lawsuit or, you know, a cease and desist letter has a lot of power. And, and, and all you got to do is put a stamp on an envelope and send it off. And it does some powerful things to move things out of, out of your way. So that's kind of like what people will get from this book, a DIY kind of book that will show you step by step you don't need an attorney you don't need any fancy accountants you could actually do it yourself if you sit down and, and, and apply yourself and Jerry where can someone acquire the book where, where, where's this book available the book now is online at amazon.com and actually it's on, it's, it's on back order and I'm and I'm about to uh, cease print of the first book because I'm about to come out with 2.0 and I, and I would suggest people you know give me some lead time about 30 45 days because credit Christ survival kit 2.0 will be out and it'll be out in an ebook version where you can download it to your Kindle or your cell phone or your e-readers and I know a lot of people like that convenience today and that actually is probably going to be of a greater benefit because people can have the power of my book right in the palm of their hands in their cell phones at any time so uh, and, and, and how can they get in touch with you uh, my, my, my my contact information my contact phone number is 267-291-4267 or I can be reached on 215-554-7063 and my email is superstarfinancial at gmail.com superstarfinancial at gmail.com and, and as we spoke before uh, Darrell I'm not the greatest at marketing and promotion I have uh, uh, Instagram and Facebook I can't even tell you <laughs> I, I think I think I'm on there as um, as Rough Rev King uh, that's, a, that's a nickname the kids gave me years and years ago I'm known as America's Credit and Finance Drill Sergeant the rough red when I come in and do my seminars for kids I come in in full military regalia camouflage um, I'm like a financial drill sergeant challenging people to be better at managing their money you know I really enjoy the uh, video clips on YouTube um, your interview on uh, when you're out there in California on Fox Business as well as uh, some some clips from your uh, classes that you're doing with the students, which is a good segue because 
uh, I've noticed that a good part of your business is educating very young people, young folks, about about credit. Tell us about your program for for young people. Well, the, the program to, to of uh, youth financial empowerment is called the Teen Credit Boot Camp. The Teen Credit Boot Camp, and the Teen Credit and Boot Camp is credit and finance training for teens and young adults. Teaching teens and young adults about assets, liabilities, APR, net worth, the dangers of credit card debt. If you're in debt, how to get out. If you've had somebody abuse your credit in the minority community, it's kind of like an elephant in the room that nobody talks about. That in the black and Latino community, uh, usually what happens is somebody in a family member uses a young kid's credit. They might use it to, to, to turn on gas or electric because their credit history is so messed up they can't do it. They might use it to get a cell phone. They might use it for any one of a number of things. And then what happens is when someone uses it and they don't pay, the kid turns 16 or 17, he's trying to buy a car or he's trying to get a first credit card or even for some of the really, really high level schools now, they're doing credit checks. And if you have bad credit, sometimes you can't even get into certain colleges or universities because of damaged credit. So what I do is I show uh, teens and their families how to, how to battle that and how to use the law to remove that from their record so that they can have a fresh start in life because, you know, even, even uh, I'll never forget when I went into the uh, Marine Corps, just prior to going in, I got called into a meeting with some high-level brass. I think it was like a lieutenant colonel and, and a major. And they brought to my attention that I had something on my credit that was unpaid, that was $49, that was unpaid. And, 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 and I'd never forget, the lieutenant colonel said to me, you want to leave men? He said, he said, the Marine Corps, we don't lead by word, we lead by example. He said, how can you go forward to try to lead men and you haven't taken care of your obligations he said this is a reflection of your character and i said sir with all due respect i have no idea what it is he said whatever it is you need to take care of it or you are not going in to our officer training program and and i realized at that point just how important this credit thing was in terms of representing your character and your name so what I do with kids is I show them and their families if they've been in a situation where someone has abused their credit. Use the law to eradicate it. Contract law, Daryl, says that if a young person is under the age of 18, they're not even of lawful age to contract. So how is it that this credit card company or this gas and electric company even opened this account if they had did a, a little bit of due diligence they would have researched the individual and found out they were not even of the age of legal contracting age. So if the contract is unlawful, it has to be it, it has to be basically canceled. But here again, a lot of people don't even know that they have these laws on the books that help them. So I show not only teaching kids how to you know financially educate themselves in terms of of, of learning the basics of money management, but for kids who have been damaged. I show them how they can get a fresh start so that they, they're not hindered because I know what it is to be a 19 year old kid with $300,000 on my name. This was the debt they put on me when they merged my father's credit file with mine.
it's it's an incredible weight that you really don't need just starting out in life so it's more than just a happy-go-lucky program for kids it's something that really 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 changes lives and changes legacy and, and Jerry believe it or not our our time is, is running down but I do want us to touch on the topic of marriage and divorce and credit what advice would you give to married couples as well as couples who unfortunately are going through a separation or divorce well with with, with people who are going um, through a separation or a divorce uh, there's a legal process that you really, really want to do when you uh, complete your divorce proceedings. And when you are married to someone, you're married to them in the credit system. And often what happens is people separate or they divorce and they haven't put formal, put the credit bureaus on formal notice. So that ex-husband or ex-wife might be out doing business in both of, of the, 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 the two couple's names. And then if that person doesn't pay, now the creditors are coming after you because you're on record as being married to this person even though you've been divorced. So what you have to do is draft a, a one-page affidavit where you basically are telling the credit bureaus that you have just formally divorced this person, you are no longer tied to them in the credit system, and you want your credit files severed. You also want to send a copy of your divorce decree along with that affidavit and get all of the documentation notarized so that you have someone who is a representative of the state that witnessed this and you send all of this information to the Equifax, to TransUnion and Experian as well as sending copies of it to your, uh, uh, your state's attorney general and you may even want to put a copy on file with your county clerk so that you're putting the world on notice that I am no longer tied to this person. Please do not open any credit, new credit accounts in both our names because we are no longer together. And that actually helps people to get a new start, to be free of, of, of the debt of the other person. Because a lot of times people are paying a cost for what somebody else did. That is very, very sage advice. And so when, when we, to close out our interview, um, what what last final thoughts would you like for uh, someone to have to take away from uh, your thoughts about credit? And also, please um, uh, provide us with your contact information so folks can be sure to know how to contact you. Well, the, the first thing I would say is for everyone, pull a copy of your credit report. Do it once every three months. Sign up for CreditKarma.com or CreditSesame.com. These are free, uh, free companies. They're not these people who, you know, bang you in the head on the other other end. They give you a free introduction and they hit you with a $29.95 fee. They don't even ask for a credit card. They'll give you a monthly up update of your FICO score. If anything new appears on your credit, they'll send you an alert via email. And it will begin to help you to better manage your credit. Definitely, you want to do that every three months because... You, you just never know what people are out there doing in your name. You don't know if there's an identity theft person. Uh, so you definitely want to pull a copy of your credit report. The other thing is, I want to say that um, um, don't be afraid. Get out of this fear mindset. Uh, because our country, you can go entirely through our, to our, our, our entire educational system 
and never really learn what you need to learn about money and about life. And what happens is people are often in fear. So I say don't be afraid. If you have a situation, don't be afraid to go up against a major corporation. There was a lady in Maryland who went up against the IRS and won. No, no attorney would take the case because they thought it was unwinnable because she was going against the IRS. She sat down and she educated herself on the case law as it pertained to her particular issue. She went up against them and she won. And I say to people, don't be afraid. Like, get out there with the plethora of information that we have available on the internet now. There's no excuse for people to be ignorant. You can learn the basics of what you need to do to fight your battle. And don't always be in a poverty mindset. Put yourself in a wealthy mindset to think the way a wealthy person does. A, a wealthy person doesn't think why, they think why not. They don't think, oh, there's no way I can do this. They always think, well, hey, how can I do this? Don't sell yourself short and think you can't buy that house or you can't get that income property or you can't buy that business. Retrench your thinking and say, wait a minute, let's sit down, honey, and let's figure out how we can do this. Maybe we need to sell. We, we got three cars in the yard. We got all this stuff in the basement. We got a storage unit full of stuff that we're paying people to hold. How about we sell that? And use the resources to start a business or to get that income property or buy that Jerry, gas station. That, wow, that is very, very salient advice. But unfortunately, I tell you, this time just flies by. I want to thank you for coming on the program. Oh, it's, it's my pleasure. And, you know, I didn't realize the time was going so fast. I, I have a lot to say. We'll have to come back and do of it again, course. maybe. <laughs> Absolutely. We'll be glad to have you on. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here with Mr. Jerry L. King, author of the Credit Crisis Survival Kit and CEO of Superstar Financial LLC. That wraps it up for this weekend on Leadership with Darrell Gunter. I want to wish you a great weekend, and remember, leadership begins with you.